Welcome conscious thinkers. You are listening to the Ignorance Conscious Podcast, the station dedicated to sharing the stories behind the stats and strive to change the world one truth at a time. My name is DeAsia and every Friday we create an open space to talk about how everyday social justice issues affect us and how we can solve them. After the episode, the conversation continues over on the Conscious Thinkers Facebook group that's linked in the show notes down below. Join a group dedicated to acting justly, living consciously, and loving always. I can't wait to see you there and hear more about your conscious journey. Remember, the only person who can silence you is you, so be conscious and rise up. Hey guys! Oh no, that's not my intro. Wow. <laughs> Try again. Hey thinkers, it's Deasia and welcome back. I am so excited to share this interview with you guys. I feel like I say that almost every single week, but it's true because I talk to some amazing people. And today the amazing person is Emily Blitzer. She is a co-founder of the online store Bought Beautifully. And I am just so excited to talk to her and for you guys to hear what we talked about because her and her husband started this store four years ago with the purpose of making it easier for people to shop ethically. Um, So they vet all of their global partners. They work with people around the globe. They vet them. They go through a serious process to make sure that the company is not greenwashing, that they're actually practicing what they preach. And then they make it easier all on one website for people to shop from all these amazing artisans around the world. I think it's such a wonderful mission and it really does take some of the confusion out of buying ethically. So without further ado, let's jump in and talk to Emily. Hey, Emily, I'm so excited that you were able to join me today. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. Awesome. Do you mind introducing you and what you do for our listeners? No, not at all. So my name's Emily Betzler, and I run an ethical marketplace called Bought Beautifully. Um, And our tagline is called a marketplace that transforms lives. And so we partner with um, ministries and small producers and organizations around the globe to sort of act as a bridge to bring their products to a larger market. And everyone that um, works with us, we have a really in-depth application process that they have to go through to make sure they're paying fair wages. to make sure that they are offering safe, positive working environments. And then sort of what sets us apart is what we call a love story. And it's just how these organizations and people are living out God's call to love. And so there's really different, we have 40 different partners and there's 40 different ways that um, they're doing this. And it's just really fun and exciting to see the different ways that people are serving one another around the globe. Amazing. And how did you guys get started? You and your husband get started with Bought Beautifully. Yes, yeah. So my husband and I both currently run Bought Beautifully, um, and we are a nonprofit. And yeah, our journey was just sort of um, part of our personal journey, our personal like faith journey, and then just life journey. We just, my husband and I met studying abroad, and we had both thought that we would live and work in like development type issues, Um, you know, poverty, eradication, women's rights, different things like that. And life just took us on a different path, and we ended up in a small town in Wyoming, which was never really part of our plan, but um, and ended up falling in love with this town, and we were here at a great time um, where we just both got really good jobs, and just sort of moving forward with life and sort of um, the American dream, bought our first house, and at somewhere in that point, we went and we visited our brother-in-law in West Africa, and that was just a really 
um, one of those like pivotal moments where you just sort of pause and, and reflect on your life. And for us, we, we stopped and said, wait, what are we doing? You know, we kind of always thought we, you have a certain heartbeat and a certain way you're made. And we always thought we would end up doing this type of work and we were just not at all. Mm-hmm. And so we really came home just trying to be thoughtful and, and purposeful and really like praying and wondering what can we do? Cause we felt really clear we were supposed to be in the community we were living and working in, but we did really want to revisit that part of our hearts that cared about the bigger world. Um, and just through that time, we started realizing that like our finances were our biggest blessing and that that was really what we were being called to use for good. Mm-hmm. So we started being like strategic and how we bought Christmas gifts was how it started. And we're just like, we're only going to buy Christmas gifts from companies that are doing really good work. And then, you know, we kept finding all these great companies and falling in love with them. And so then we moved from Christmas gifts to birthday gifts to then being like, we really want our life to look like this. You know, we really want to have all our purchases align with what we believe and, and be creating the world we want to live in. And I would just keep telling Colin, like, someone should make this easy for people. There's so many great organizations out there, but it just takes so much time to find them. And we felt like, oh, maybe that's what we're supposed to do. (laughs) (laughs) So that was four years ago. We launched four years ago and we just had our four-year birthday in October. Um, Yeah. That is so cool. And I love that your store and your market focuses on fair trade and providing, you guys call it dignified employment on your website. Do you mind telling our listeners what fair trade and dignified employment looks like to you guys? Sure, absolutely. So, you know, um, let me just try and word this right. So fair trade, you know, there's the big fair trade movement where you can be fair trade certified. And ultimately it really comes down to being paid a fair wage. Um, And lots of times a a better way to say it is like a living wage. Like what's a wage that you can actually survive on in, in communities. And so that fair trade idea is making sure people are paid what they, they deserve and also what is like a livable wage in their community. Um, and dignified work for us is is also work that like fills your soul and your spirit. So a lot of our partners, you know, are rescuing girls who either electively chose to enter into prostitution and they're providing a, a new opportunity, job opportunity for them, or who were forced in, you know, into prostitution. And so that would be an example of like not a very dignified work. Um, Example and so yeah so our focus is to is to work with people who can like I mentioned before are creating these places to work that are both uh, positive and empo- empowering and good for your heart and your soul you know that um, that are, are places that are dignified um, to work in so yeah so yeah and our little benchmark that's sort of how we gauge or measure because everyone wants to know well, what are your impact and what what exactly do you do? And so we try to measure by like days of employment. And so, yeah, on our four-year birthday, we added ours up and, and had provided 10,000 days of dignified employment around the globe. And so that was really exciting for us and just like a big benchmark. Um, you know, we don't always stop to do that. And I think so often, probably all your listeners feel like, so often we just feel like we're never doing enough. And you do, you know, you just, especially in this world with social media and with everything, you feel like you can just never do enough. And so for me, I feel like that all the time and having that, that pause and adding up the collective days was like this really exciting moment and really encouraging moment in this walk of ours, especially because it's not, you know, we're not like this huge booming business. This is really made up of, of, small purchases. We live in a small community in Wyoming and it's, you know, and and we're online as well, but it's just regular people making regular choices 
and the collective impact is really is really huge. And so that was just the really exciting to see and really motivating moving forward as we you know keep going. Like, absolutely. like it doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that because I do think that's like one of the number one things that I try to address on my channel too is that it's just it doesn't seem like it's enough, but the everyday things do make the most impact and you just have to keep going with it sometimes. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And it's, sometimes you don't see it. I mean, it took four years for us to be like, wait, look at this collective impact. It's really, <laughs> you know, it's really good. Yeah. And so yeah, those, those small things, they feel small and they feel slow, but then they add up. Absolutely. And since those four years and those 10,000 days of employment, how have you noticed that Bought Beautifully empowers different communities globally? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so we, I wish we could travel and visit all of our partners. Like that's our, you know, our dream someday to, um, to actually go and physically be with all of them. We do FaceTime when we go through the application process and Skype to get to know them and meet them. And then we have had the um, ability to go visit our partners in Haiti and our partners in, in Costa Rica and Nicaragua. And, you know, it's just amazing just working with, you know, our partners in Haiti, some of the examples Obviously, when you're in the work environment and you hear the, the people talk about how this is their family and how important having a job is, and then you drive around the community and they have so much pride in their homes, and you can tell, and they'll say, well, you can tell the people who work for whoever, whatever company that might be because, and there's just examples in, like, they were able to build a fence to, you know, protect their home. They were able to add on this extra room to, you know, have a, um, an extra space, a kitchen or a sleeping room. And so there's the visible examples where you can see, you know, wages, jobs, especially in Haiti, make a huge difference. Um, mm -hmm. Another one is our, our partner, Second Story Good, just reported to us that all of their employees' children are in school, and most of their employees are pursuing different types of education, too. And so that's so cool to see. And then when we were in Costa Rica, we got to just see and meet these women and see, you know, through their job opportunities and through their work, they were able to build, a couple of them work together to build a little store in their community. So now they not only get to make jewelry, but now they have a store where their community can buy things that was previously unavailable to them. And so they've, you know, gone on to grow and, you know, provide different things for their community. So yeah, there's countless examples of, of like the big level two and then the personal level. Um, that is so cool. <laughs> and then do you have any tips for, I know you said this before, and this is why you started your marketplace, but any tips for listeners on how to find those amazing organizations that are doing work like this? Like besides just your awesome store, they're like ways of before you and your husband started the store, how you guys found these organizations. Absolutely. So, and it's so nice um, in the sense like ethical shopping's become really trendy and popular now. So there's so many more options than there were previously. Um, with that comes a word of caution because there's also so many more fakers, you know, um, who just use the the words and, and taglines to ride that popularity wave. But I think just with a little thoughtful um, consumerism, you can you can really identify those. Some easy strategies to implement that we always like we default to because yeah, bought beautifully marketplace does not carry everything. And then, you know, there's so many reasons to shop outside of there. But we always try to default to made in America. Because even though even though you know there's certain ways that we could grow and, and things as a country, we do have a lot of protections for our workers and, and we have a minimum wage, which you know is arguably sometimes not a living wage. But there, you know, so, so that's, and you also know that 
ideally and hopefully and more likely there wasn't child labor involved there wasn't slave labor involved in the production so we like to default to made in america um, is one way that we try to you know continue to do that and that's pretty easy and becoming easier just like if you go to a bigger department store online and you type made in the usa they usually can filter out to that so that helps for some of those purchases and asking questions you know it becomes really quick you really quickly see if a company cares or not and you can you know usually there's a chat thing and if you look for their social responsibility page and they don't have one that's a good sign they don't really care or if they, you know you ask how do you treat your workers tell me about your wages and they can't answer those questions quickly you know that's a good sign that there are policies in place to do that um, and then if you just search like there's a lot of websites with like shopping guides and things like that so um, and I wish I could think of one off the top of my head but it would be an easy Google search to be like shopping guide to ethical companies and you know a lot of resources would pop up for you that way awesome thank you so much for sharing and now we're gonna jump into our bonus round i didn't send you these questions because okay think on your feet a little bit but i promise they're not scary <laughs> okay. i like a bonus round <laughs> okay so the first question is what was your teaching moment and that's the moment you realized you could contribute back positively to the world you know I think a big one that I just had was that four year mark for us where, you know, we started and we obviously knew it mattered, but then, you know, you kind of get caught up in the more often than that, just what you aren't doing, not what you are doing. Mm -hmm. And that moment for me was like, Oh my goodness, it, it, we can make a difference, you know, like just a small group of people can make a difference. So that was a big reset moment for me. I think just even like when we first started realizing when you would place an order with your, your partners and realizing like how much that matters to them, that it really is their livelihood. You know, a $15 necklace to us doesn't seem that important or profound, but in Haiti, you know, that's a huge, a $15 necklace represents a day's wage, you know, if not more. And, and being able when our partners would really articulate like, thank you so much. You don't know what this means to us and our organization. You know, those things are also those moments like, wow, it does matter. Ah, you know, um, so probably those two. Absolutely. And then the second one is, what do you think our biggest social justice issue is as a society? Oh, gosh. You know, <laughs> I will be hard pressed to know the biggest one because I think it really depends on the lens that you look at it from. And if you're looking at, you know, the globe as a whole, I think if you're looking at the globe as a whole, I would probably say, poverty and the wealth disparity because you know so many other things you don't when you have such a really wealthy segment of the population and such a really poor segment of the population those people in poverty you know they have so much less access to the things that create a thriving life education health water all of those things and so I think that like worldwide, that's really big. Um, but I think if you look at it, kind of, you know, you can take that lens from depending on if you're, what your socioeconomic status is, what country you live in, what, you know, what your background experience is. I think women, some women right now would say, you know, obviously gender rights. I think some people right now would say obviously race is. And I, I feel like I just don't really know. I think they're all really important. And yeah. at the heart, they, they, every injustice hurts someone you know, and that is why they all matter. And um, so I don't know that I could choose which one I think is the most important. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love that answer because I feel like I do put people on the spot when I ask them that question. And it is like always depending on 
the situation or whatever they're passionate about. And I know, like, I know you can't just choose one, which is why I kind of asked to see what you're going to say, but that's a really good answer. Oh, thanks. And then the third question is, what is an ignorance that you have that you know you should learn more about? So the whole point of ignorance conscious is to be conscious of your own ignorance. So whether that's like, maybe you don't know about things that don't affect you, or some people have even said they don't understand the opposite view of something that they're passionate about, just something that you know you should pay more time and attention to. That's a great question. Um, you know, I think, and you know, if I'm being really honest, you know, I have come from so much privilege uh, in terms of one, where I was born in the United States of America to, you know, upper or middle class for sure, three, like white. So, you know, when you come from so much privilege, um, you see the world from your lens, you know, and, and, and so it is really hard to know, well, what does this lens look like? What does this lens look like? And, and you have to be a really engaged, active person to try and like try on those lenses. And so I think I probably need to do a better job of all of them. <laughs> you know, I think the nature of my work we've been able to really has allowed me to really understand perhaps poverty or better understand poverty and just lack of, well, lack of privilege, but lack of access to certain things. Um, probably something I really could benefit from understanding would be maybe race and gender in the United States, you know, like um, how I could definitely, I can't, I still can't quite picture what it would, you know, how it's different to be of a different race or even, you know, in the States. So I think, and I try to read and engage and understand those things, but also until it's your personal experience, I think it's hard to really, or until you have an experience that makes it personal to you, it's hard to really know those. So maybe didn't fully answer that question. No, no, it makes total sense. And then to flip that question on its head a little bit, what is an ignorance that you notice other people have that you work to educate them on? Yeah, I think probably just our our privilege in the United Mm -hmm. States, Um, both on all the levels we talked about. But, you know, ultimately, I think, especially as women, like there was never, and I, I know that's not to discount all the things we also, all the hardships we also faced, but there's never been a better time to have been born a woman and never a better country. I mean, we have more um, power economically, we have more voice than we've ever had. And so how can we use that privilege, this gift that we have right now for good? And I think that's really what um, maybe our, my platform or my hope is, or what I really want to help people realize, like, and, and specifically how, you know, turns about beautifully is like, we're gonna shop anyway. Like, why don't we use this money in ways that pours life back into the world? Like, why don't we pause a little bit and say, I know, you know, Target or whoever is telling me this is cute, but do I, I actually care more about the person making the product and, and that's going to make me make my decision or, you know, um, but yeah, like the things we're going to just spend our money on anyway, like what a privilege it is to be able to use those that re- in a way that really support uh, life and opportunity and hope for people. So I think that's probably the one thing we are really trying to, you know, help people see or understand or, you know, get excited about. Absolutely. And then the last question to finish us out is going to be to shout out someone who helped you on your journey and to shout out yourself. So our listeners know where to find you and all the awesome things that Bot Beautifully does. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. Well, honestly, I mean, the shout out would list of who've helped me in my journey would be unending. Gosh, there's so many people. <laughs> 
come alongside and support. Right now we're doing a big holiday gift market here in Sheridan. And I feel like I could not not shout out to all the volunteers who show up to help make that day possible. It's unbelievable. And then maybe, but a specific person would be um, Cindy Ron with Threads of Hope, who's one of our partners. And she's just um, been an incredible mentor and support and encourager as we tried to start Bot Beautifully. And um, she's been so generous with sharing her insight and knowledge and love along the pathway. So, or along the path. So that would be a shout out to her. Yeah, and like I said, there's so many people I hate to have to just choose one. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then shout out to us. So we are Bought Beautifully. You can find us on Facebook at Bought Beautifully. You can find us on Instagram at Bought Beautifully. And you can find us on our website, BoughtBeautifully.org. Oh, and I'm always told I need to enunciate. So it's Bought, as in purchasing, beautifully. <laughs> so. And I'll have those all linked down below in the show notes as well. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking with me, Emily. It was a nice. pleasure. It was so nice. I kind of want, I want to know more about you and your journey. I want to have more of a conversation. So maybe I'll start a podcast so you can come be on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thinkers, that is going to be it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Shout out again to Emily and Colin and the Bot Beautifully company that they run. It's amazing. And I hope you check it out. Of course, Christmas is coming up. So if you're listening to this episode at the time it came out, there's still time to buy some awesome holiday stuff from their website and support dignified work. Um, and get some amazing gifts for your loved ones. And if you're interested in learning more about just ethical shopping, green shopping in general, I just realized that we kind of accidentally did a little mini series on this podcast for the end of the year. So if you want to check out more information about how to shop ethically, we did the awesome interview, how to detect greenwashing with Alex Perry, and how to align your finances with your ethics with Jessica Klein. They both talked to me about some amazing tips on making sure that you're shopping well and making sure that you're using your money wisely in order to shop well so I would definitely recommend those and then just more awesome content about being ethical um, and living ethically we did an amazing episode with Crispina French about how to reduce your fashion waste and to reuse the things that you have for a different purpose so that way it's not ending up in a landfill when it's still usable so I would definitely recommend all those three of our latest episodes and that kind of concludes our year you guys I'm going to take the month of December off to be with loved ones and family and to travel so if you guys want to see what I'm up to I'm on Instagram at ignorance conscience and twitter at stay ig conscious and that's all really i have for you it's been an amazing first year we launched this podcast in april so it's been april may june july august september october november it's been about eight months (laughs) gosh can you tell i can't i don't know math i can i didn't know that off the top of my head it's been an amazing eight months with you guys and seeing this channel grow and seeing that you know how much I've learned and how much you guys have learned and speaking of what you guys have learned I would love if you could go to our Facebook page our Facebook group is uh, a conscious thinkers I'll have it linked down below and just tell me what your favorite episode was this year what you learned this year um, and I also have a couple polls up in our Facebook group for content that you guys want to see next year so help me out when it comes to making the content calendar so I can make sure that we're talking about things that everyone in our awesome community is interested in and just I have a couple polls asking about things that you want to see interviews about and then also things that you want to see more solo episodes about so that way hopefully you guys can get to know more about me on the podcast as well 
Um, other than that, I hope you guys have a wonderful and safe holiday, wonderful and safe travels, those who are traveling, and just an amazing end of the year. And remember that no one can silence you but you, so be conscious and rise up.